What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. I am here with my co-host, Sharona. So the 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Part 4 of the four-part month-long tell-all has aired. Welcome, everyone, to the George Mossy Show. We have a lot to talk about, and we are closing the chapter on Season 7. And we just want to talk about what we think is going to happen in the future. Because we watched a meeting between Michael and Usman. And Michael felt like the animosity between Angela and Usman was taking a negative toll on his relationship. Which I don't think it is. I think that the cheating... Is, is basically what's taking the negative toll on the relationship. But Michael did plead for Usman to cut back on firing off at his wife. And Usman said that he kind of feels like I fire off at Angela because she started it. Like she kind of has been calling me a scammer since the beginning. And I kind of just defend myself. But in the end, Usman did agree to back off and kind of respect their union, which I think is good. I feel like when you get outside interferences away from the relationship and the problems, there is time for you to focus more on the relationship other than the outside things going on. But do you think that this is enough to save the relationship? Because how, first of all, how do you think Angela is going to feel knowing that Michael went and did the one thing that she asked him not to do after he admitted to cheating on her? Oh, God, I think she's going to be so angry when this airs. I mean, that's literally the one thing that she asked for him not to do. And what did he do immediately after? He ran right to Usman. I don't care if he was trying to squash it or what he was trying to do. Like, you shouldn't have done that because you're just going to piss your wife off when she sees it. And you shouldn't have cheated on her. So you kind of keep going down the slippery slope of doing bad things again, Michael. So Jovi and Yara were in the hot seat. So they saved Jovi and Yara for last. And it's interesting because in my mind, I thought they had the least amount of drama. But as I watched them get dissected in the hot seat, I kind of felt like there was quite a bit of crazy drama in their story. So we found out that Yara had a breast augmentation surgery. And they look amazing, by the way. First of all, I want to clear something up. I didn't think the old set of boobs looked bad. But her new set of boobs look great, so I have no shade at all. She looks amazing, but I thought she looked fine either way. We found out that Yovi took a safari trip, a 10-day safari trip to Africa during her recovery. And a lot of people attacked Jovi because they said, oh, you should have actually canceled that trip and stayed home with your wife. But then a lot of people on Twitter kind of came at me and they were like, well, that was a cosmetic surgery and she could have easily have postponed it for a later date. Apparently when you schedule these, they'll call you with a the first available date. You can decline that date and then they'll give you the next available. But with these breast augmentation dates, it could be a month out. So like if you say no to that date, she could have pushed it off for a whole month. So a lot of people are like, well, Jovi told her six months in advance about this. So I don't think that he's wrong. So I want to know what you think. Do you think Jovi should have canceled the trip, even if it was non-refundable, and stayed home and helped Yara with Mila? Or do you think since Yara said he could go, he did nothing wrong? I, everyone's going to be mad. <laughs> but I don't really think he did anything wrong. I mean, if they agreed on something in their marriage, and, like, she's like, I'm going to be fine. I mean, of course, I feel like in the back of every woman's mind, they want their husband to be there for them regardless of what it is. But, I mean, the fact that he said okay, and she seems perfectly fine. She said, oh, I did all this stuff. She's, like, said, like, oh, I did this with my feet or whatever she said to get Mila in the car. So I don't see how it's that big of an issue if she wasn't mad. 
Like if she was mad and she was like, you know, you should, I really wish you would have postponed it. That's different. But if they talked about it in their own marriage and that's the solution that they both came up with, then I think it's fine. I feel like everyone attacked him over it and they kind of made it seem like he was a bad husband, even mm -hmm. a bad dad. And speaking of bad dad, people kind of came at Yara during this tell all because, you know, we've heard the story of Yara's been very overwhelmed. Jovi has a job where he works a month, sometimes more than a month away from home, making Yara almost a single mother. So mm -hmm. she had been raising Myla basically on her own for like at least six months out of the year, sometimes longer. And a lot of people were saying that she's depending too much on Jovi's mom, Gwen. So we're going to kind of talk about this and dissect this because a lot of people feel since in Yara's culture, the grandmother is almost like a second mother. The grandmother takes that role on and the grandmother almost confiscates the child from the, the daughter and they help and they almost move in and they're basically a part of the family they're a fixture in the family so when yara came over to the united states her culture in her mind she assumed the same thing was going to happen with jovi's mom gwen and unfortunately it's like a cultural disconnect disconnect yeah she didn't realize that here you know grandmothers they are grandmothers but they also have their own lives and you know in america a woman of a grandmother's age still goes out and has drinks and has friends and sometimes they're even dating so it's not the same in our culture so what do you think the situation is in hindsight. Do you think that Jovi and Yara are depending too much on outside help? Or do you think their situation is just a special situation? It's kind of hard because like, I get where Mrs. Gwen is coming from because I mean, she does a lot and driving two hours each way yeah. is a lot. And at the same time, like, I mean, I have a lot of friends that have to depend on family for their kids, too. So I understand it. And I feel like she's very, like, helpful. And I can see why Yara expects more from her. Because in her culture, it's very different. Yeah. Um, but they have to understand, like you said, like, Mrs. Gwen has her own life. Like, she can't always be there at a drop of the hat. And I don't know. Maybe they kind of, I mean, they might actually depend on her a lot. And I can see that being hard for her. And I understand. And the fact it, it broke my heart when Mrs. Gwen said that they bought property close to Jovi and Yara. And then they said they're going to move to Florida. And I think that's going to be really hard for Jovi and Yara to, like, not have her there. They're like, oh, let's just fly it away. But who's going to fly out, like, if you want to go out with your friends? I just feel like they're so used to having the help that once the help is gone, I don't know what they're going to do. Especially when then Joby says he wants another baby. Like you can't really have another baby when you need help with your first child. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think that like, I want to say that they're expecting too much, but I get it at the same time because Joby is always gone, but mm -hmm. I wish that they would. I mean, I wish they would have thought about Mrs. Gwen's purchase of this new land. Because that's really well, okay. She said that he was fully aware that she yes. bought the land, which I was surprised because I was like, well, maybe this was a surprise. Like, mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to buy this land and we're going to tell them, like, at a party, we're going to build a house closer. I'm going to be so much more involved in mm -hmm. Myla and your lives. And But he knew about it and he almost was like, well, I don't want to say too bad, but I want my wife to be happy. And I really hated that statement because mm -hmm. his mother has done more than 
any mother can be asked of in American culture, first of all, mm-hmm. in Ukrainian culture, she's probably not doing enough. But like in yeah. American culture, she has done more than enough driving two hours one way just to watch your granddaughter. So like for a few hours, you know, that's a lot to ask of anyone. So mm-hmm. the idea that they're going to up and leave and go to Florida with even less help than they have now, I just feel like they're not thinking things through. And mm-hmm. I feel like their communication in their relationship is just, it's not good. Because when they got to Prague, they were looking at apartments and Jovi didn't realize that those apartments were going to be for Yara and her mother and they were going to buy it. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like she didn't tell him until the last minute because he physically had to drive them there. So it's mm-hmm. hard for you to get someone to drive you somewhere without telling them what you're actually doing. So I feel like their communication has to improve. And I love Florida. I plan to be moving there very soon. So I get the idea of you don't want to, I don't want to live in LA. It's too crazy for me. And I can't live in NYC because there's just no grass. So like I get Florida, I get it, but I just don't know if they're ready to branch out on their own. I know that's weird because they're both grown adults and they're married mm-hmm. and they have a child, but I feel like they're still kind of underneath Jovi's family's wing, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're ready to branch out on their own because Yara's only one person. You know, Mm -hmm. and she's going to be home alone while Jovi is out overseas working and she's going to have Mila and she has her own business. She has her own website and she has all these things that she is expected, not really expected. She has to do. She has to raise her child. She has to run their household. She has to run her business. So I'm just worried that they're not thinking it through of how difficult this is probably going to be on, especially Yara, but on both of them. And then that stress on Yara is going to be projected onto Jovi. When he is home, she's going to be in his ear like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I need help. And they might end up having to hire a nanny, which Mm -hmm. I think Gwen would be the best choice. You know, like before you bring a stranger into the household, it's always best to bring the grandparent in and let them be that close bond to your child. So Liz told us at the end of the tell-all that it's 100% over between her and Ed. And I was just so irritated because I was like, there's no possible chance in hell that you're going to walk away from Ed. All the things that he's ever done, leaving you at NYC is so minimal compared to the things that he has done to you. So there's no way. And and actually, a blogger posted a few days ago, there is a picture of them walking together in San Diego. So they are clearly still together. And I (laughs) I wish that she would have listened to Jenny and Angela and Kim when they had that pep talk with her and just say, look, you deserve better. Tell him you're done. When he said that he was leaving you in NYC, that should have been the end of it. She did not listen. And now she is back in that same situation. And it kind of makes you wonder how much of their problems are real. You know, like mm-hmm. how much are they like produced or how much are they real? Because Liz is not a dumb person. She's not an ugly person. And she's not a desperate person. So it's really <laughs> making me wonder, is this a real relationship? Or are they like putting it on for the cameras? Because I don't know any person in their right mind who would go through the things that she claims she's going through and continue to go back. Even Ed said himself, like, well, why would you keep coming back? It has to be more to this story. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way because I, I live in San Diego and I know a lot of people that see them out together. So even before the tell-all and all that stuff, I already knew that they were back together. Even if you look on their social media accounts, they're back together. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Like, come on. First of all, she could go get herself a hot-ass man and not have to date that little egg man. Like, come on. He's so mean to her. He's so mean to her. I just, oh, it makes me so mad. It's like, why do you keep going back to someone that's just going to treat you like that? And how could you let some man just leave you? And then you're like, I'm done. But she's always done. 
Is right. It, All mean, season long. Yes. But is it like, are you done? But then you're not done because you guys want to be on the next season? Like, huh, right. we can't we can't do this anymore. They're putting us through a lot of emotional abuse. I know. I feel like I'm a part of this relationship and I want out. You know, like I want out. Like I want to break up. Can I break up with Ed and Liz? Because I feel like what they're putting me through is like tough on me emotionally. You know, like I just want to break up. Like, can we just end it? Because I don't want to deal with that anymore. So one last thing that happened on this tell-all was a heart-to-heart conversation between Kim and Angela, which is very interesting because at the beginning of the tell-all, Angela said that she was probably going to beat Kim up if she said anything to her regarding Usman and their feud. But they actually were sitting on the bed talking and actually giving each other advice on their relationships, which is a really interesting turn. And again, we've been seeing a different side of Angela. And it's funny because Mm -hmm. Angela said to Yara, she was like, I'm kind of offended that you didn't call me when you went to the same breast augmentation doctor as I did. And Yara was like, I'm scared to call you. You would have told me to shut the F up like you did at the tell-all. And it's like, I'm seeing a different side of Angela. And I think a lot of people are so used to this tough Angela. There's a different Mm -hmm. part of Angela out there. No, that made me so happy seeing Kim and Angela like just become friends. Even like Kim said, People are going to think this is crazy. And Angela's like, what? She's like, me and you. And it made me so happy. It warmed my heart because I love Kim. You know, I love her. She's my girl. And I love Angela too. Like, I really like this different side of Angela. I love that we're seeing the very soft, kind side of her. It makes me so happy. Me too. It's sad that we had to wait all the way until the last episode of the whole season to see this nicer, softer side of Angela, this understanding side of Angela. But I'm loving what's coming of this and seeing Jenny and Angela and Kim and Angela, (laughs) even Liz and Angela, just opening up to each other. I like seeing this women supporting women and being there for each other. I like that. So that is a wrap on Happily Ever After, 90 Day Fiance Season 7. What are we going to see pop up on different shows? We don't know. We know that the single life is around and we know some people are single Kim mm-hmm. so we are having our fingers crossed of who we're going to see pop up on any of these spinoffs and a lot of people are saying they want people to not pop up on any other spinoffs they're done Ed and Liz I don't want to see any I don't want to see you anymore I love you guys I don't want you to break up I don't want anything bad to happen to you but I just don't want to follow it anymore I want to break up from that All right, guys, I'm George Mossy. This is my co-host, Sharona. That is it for 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 7. It is wrapped. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy. Make sure you're following Sharona at all of her links here at the bottom, georgemossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcast. We will talk to all of you very soon when we talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way. Talk to y'all really soon. 